Welcome to the Slided Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Nicole, and if you are new, then thank you for joining and tuning in. Each week, we discuss a magic-related topic. However, on the first of the month, we interview a magician. So today, I am interviewing Peepo. Well, not today. I'm talking today, as in this is uh, March 31st. However, I interviewed Peepo at the Tricks Convention, which was back in November. So we are now releasing this uh, this segment. I am also going to be on the main show. Whoop, whoop. So it's my first time on the main show. You guys should go check that out if you want to see my face and not just hear my voice. I may have some harsh words for Daniel Madison in the for the whole like controversy surrounding Daniel Madison making the claim that he's better than Erdnays. However, he claims that it was all a joke, but I don't know. I checked out his YouTube and Instagram. I think he takes himself a little too seriously. So yeah, check that out. With that being said, let's jump right on into the interview with Peepo. I'm here today with Peepo, and I'm going to try and pronounce your last name correctly again. Okay. It's, it's Villanueva? Villanueva. Villanueva. Pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. Pretty close. Okay. I'm trying. Uh, who has flown in from Madrid. Correct. And you said you're from Spain. Are you from Madrid yeah. as well? Yeah. Okay. So tell me a little about uh, growing up in Madrid when you were younger. What what was that like for you? What, what are some of the things that you did growing up? Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know it. Madrid is a, such a great place. Mm-hmm. And uh, growing up there is pretty safe and... and pretty and I, I used to like and I still like music a lot so I was very much into music when I was younger and I did all kind of stuff but magic when I was a child <laughs> so this this uh, typical thing of people saying how they started in magic like watching the magician I didn't have it I just do a lot of stuff I played football and, and basket and music I was a lot into into music Okay, did you do, now, I know it's different overseas, I guess when you're, well, sorry, different than the States, I know in high school, mm-hmm. you can play a sport for your school, do you have that in Madrid, where there are sports in school, or? I think it's not uh, as, as you have it here in the States, mm-hmm. it's, which is so... Right, the yeah, so one in the same... Yeah, I know. It's kind of an independent thing you could do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they don't put scholarships mm-hmm. if you do a career on, right, on exactly. basket, on football, something like that. So you just do it as a independently. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But there's um, many aficion, uh, uh, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. many people like to, to do sports there, and we play football and basketball, and Groovy, even so, uh, it's easy to, to to do these things there. Okay. What about so growing up? What did your parents do? My parents, my my father is uh, an engineer. Okay. Me, same as my brother. So I'm. <laughs> so it's in the family. Yeah, it's in the family. <laughs> I didn't. No brainer. Most of mm-hmm. this. No, and he's also an amateur musician. He's. Uh, I mean, um, I love music because of him okay. and my older brother because they are in love with, with music. And my mother uh, used to be um, a German teacher and, and 
now he's uh, giving classes. He's such an artist, such uh -huh. an artist. Uh, he can paint and he give these classes, this workshop of, uh, of, of, I don't know the word in English, manualidades, like doing stuff or painting things or uh, repairing old uh, furniture. Oh, okay, like okay. But he is such a such an artist. And it's a nice thing, funny thing, and sad thing because he used to be a German teacher because uh, my second uh, uh, name is people Villanueva Basbich is from oh. German. And so I don't your mom's German? It's half German. Half German. Yeah, yeah. And she speaks uh, perfect German and he used to be a German teacher and all my cousins also speak German okay. perfectly. But me and my brothers mm -hmm. don't speak a word of German. No so German. Yeah, no German. <laughs> no so it's, German, okay. It's something I have now, some, someday I will fix it and I will get some classes and speak okay. a little bit, but no. But German is so hard. It's so hard. German is definitely very hard. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I haven't been to Spain, but I spent two weeks in Germany. And the whole time I would try and learn at least a little. I mean, I could not pronounce anything, anything. correctly. Every, I mean, it was terrible. And it was really bad. So <laughs> it's a hard language. I'm working on Spanish. Oh, I need to get. I need to learn that since my husband speaks it, and everyone on his side of the family is Hispanic. But I haven't. You totally should do it in Spanish. You speak it as you write it. Right. So it's pretty helpful. Right. Exactly. Very true. Mm -hmm. So you grew up. You've got your mom is very artistic. Your dad yeah. is a musician. What does your dad play? Get several things: guitar and bass, and he okay. also uh, many many of them. He has a violin at home, and also this. Uh, clarinet mm -hmm. and this flute. Mm -hmm. so he he loves music and he plays a lot of stuff as an amateur. Okay, gotcha. What about um, now that you've been traveling a lot and I've you know you've been over in the states a lot? Mm -hmm. um, what do you notice that's you that would be just really different culture-wise when you're here as opposed to where you grew up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the audiences mm -hmm. are are different. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let me think a little bit. How could I put it? I mean, I I notice different things when I perform. Some things that work in Spain and something that doesn't work here, and mm -hmm. on reverse. Uh, in general, here in, in in the states, people appreciate a lot. The dexterity and, and when things are hard and they know they are hard to do. Right, like so sleight of hand is a big yeah. deal here and not as much over... Yeah, here you have this culture of um, poker and cheating techniques and that is totally unaware in Spain. Mm -hmm. and, and you have here some people that do these uh, exhibitions of, of this, this kind of things and they're really pretty good appreciated here and in Spain you cannot do this because no one understands uh, poker there's mm -hmm. very few people who plays it and that's a that's a, a difference also I was performing in, in the Maya Castle last June I mean I'm not that experienced performing mm -hmm. for late persons here in, in mm -hmm. the United States but I have this experience for a week performing something like 30 shows uh, there and how, uh, 
people there, um, also in the castle, it's very important for them the, um, the, the, the to be formal, mm -hmm. or the, like. Uh, yes, you're right with the properly, dress. Properly dressed. Yeah, right. Proper talking, um, and it's great. Um, but I think that venue was very specific to my castle. If I perform here in a in a, in mm -hmm. a place here in Charlotte, it would be would be different. But uh, I think in general here in, in, in the States, uh, uh, they really appreciate people making his living out of uh, um, entertaining people. Mm -hmm. And Spain is not that uh, well appreciated. Mm -hmm. so, sometimes the, I mean, if a comedian, I have a, uh, many friends who are comedians in Spain, and they always get the feeling that in general, people when they say, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. They think of you as uh, you were the the funny guy in the class. Yeah. But not as something serious like being a writer or right. a, or an engineer, right? And in here, people I think appreciate very much that you put effort and you put energy and you devote your life to entertain people. Right. right? And that's right. great. That's right. So in Spain, there's just not as many. Um, they don't value as much entertainers I mean, yeah. as a... They value, I mean, I don't want to talk... Right. But it's, it's kind of different. Uh, of course, they, they, they value there is a culture of going to the theater and mm -hmm. see plays and, and concerts. But uh, specifically in comedy and magic, which is still... So most of all, magic is like a young art. I mean, mm -hmm. it's still... It's not like you're a, a musician. It's, it's, it's harder at, the f at first that people... Uh, 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 take you um, uh, serious about you, right. what you do. Right. So maybe they don't recognize how much talent it requires then. Maybe, yeah, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. But there's a thing in... There was one, one uh, piece of advice by Elder Guimaraes, who's such a, such a great magician from Portugal, who is actually living here in, in the States and making a living. And, and he was doing a lecture in Spain, and he, asked, and he says, uh, he was with really great dress, and, and and he said to us, "I've changed my my way to dress because I'm living there, uh, and I do this this thing, and it works better." And also, he performed this exhibition of of, of technique, and after that, he performed magic. And he said that people uh, in the states needed to appreciate how hard it was, mm -hmm. so they can accept the magic later, right? Okay. And I, I thought that was very interesting, but I, I didn't want to do this because um, I really don't enjoy displaying dexterity at all. Right. So my approach when I was performing in the castle was totally opposite of that, and it works. It, it, it actually wor worked out. I mean, I just uh, focus on the magic, not in me as being as awesome, but on, on, on actual, I underplay a lot in the way that I mm -hmm. perform. Like, I don't give too much uh, relevance to what I do. Mm -hmm. And I prefer that people does it for me, but in the end, I managed to 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 make the the people react as in Spain. So mm -hmm. I think it works for this. The thing of uh, Gaby Pareras is a master magician who lives in, in Spain, and he is truly uh, wise. And he says, "You make the the spectator unique for your for your for your magic for your soul." So uh, the way you address to the people, the way you 
think of the people when you are thinking of the material you do, you will get that from, from the right. people. So right. actually, uh, you can get uh, things to work in any, any culture. You just do it with, with love and with Passion. care. And yeah, it will, it will work. Right? Mm -hmm. I didn't appreciate really um, like drastic difference from the audience here in, okay. in, in Spain. Right. So how old were you when you discovered magic? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Actually, I was quite old. Really? Mm -hmm. So is it still recent for you? Yeah. Or is it still new for you in a way? Or yeah, I mean, uh, I consider myself a student, uh, okay. even though I've been doing this for 10 years. Mm -hmm. yeah. I started with, well, nine years, I started with just finishing my career as an engineer, and I was 24, 25. Mm -hmm. And it was just uh, by, by chance, I mean, he, magic crossed in my path mm -hmm. unexpectedly. And I and I fell in love with, with it. Mm -hmm. But the the thing was, I was as I told you a lot into music from from high school and, and at the university and had this project of a band, and I put a lot of energy there and it didn't work out and I was a lot of frust uh, very frustrated for a while. So I stopped playing music and okay. I was very sad because I thought maybe I'm not playing anymore. But I really didn't feel like doing it. Uh, so uh, in that in that phase of my life, just life magic just crossed in my path. A friend of mine uh, told me that he was we used to play poker mm -hmm. uh, at that time, and and I was interested about the cards. And one guy there was uh, once was an amateur magician. So I have you know I don't know if you know the movie Rounders, the the, the one with Edward Norton and yeah yeah and. Matt, I think I saw Matt that, Damon. Yes. I actually watched that very recently for really? the first time. <laughs> yeah, there's some there are some scenes uh, were recorded in Atlantic City near here, and um, this this movie is about poker and cheating. Mm -hmm. So Edward Norton is the very bad bad friend and you know always messing up and looking for trouble. And he will get out of jail and perform this control with an, an ace. He put an ace on the deck, mm -hmm. do something like um, shuffling and put it on top. It's the first time that I, uh, and I was with, this, uh, interesting, I grabbed some cards and I tried to replicate that because I was playing poker at that time. Right. So the next time I would go to the, to the game, I just saw this, display this thing and we'll, people were like, well, 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 and every week I would come up with some very, uh, some, something that I would just came up, they were pretty, pretty poor, but uh, it was like the fourth week or something like that. One of the guys said, come on people, have this book because I was, and I talked this book, it was the third volume of, of uh, a series and I was like, okay. And I was studying that in, in the library while I was to, expected to study my career. And I was like, that's interesting. My friends were going, Pico, what are you doing? We have to, the exams in a week. But that, that was the beginning. And, that's how you like learn this. the move, then, is through books, yeah. right? To figure out how to actually... Yeah, there's many ways to do that. There's many approaches. Uh, uh, books, I think, is basic and is very, very important. Right. Now, with all the media and the velocity, many people learn in YouTube or, mm -hmm. or video. But the problem now with information is... It's the opposite of what happened 50 years ago, mm -hmm. when there were so little resources mm -hmm. that it was very hard to access them because they were very, very little. Now there's way too many. Yeah. And there's crap and great things all mixed up. And the, the hard thing is to get to the good, good one. And it's really, right. really hard because there's 
insane amount of, of information. But the way to, to learn is by doing magic, by watching shows, mm -hmm. by contact other guys and talking, by reading books, and also videos. Well, this is great to show, but not, uh, it's not that good to use only videos. Uh, you have to do all those things. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So I want to go back to what you said. You It sounds like you've got this desire to be an entertainer just in general because you mentioned having a band and mm. that kind of not working out. How, what ages did you have a band for? From, from 13 mm -hmm. to 23 or 24. And what, what type of music were you playing? I'm interested in music. I still play today. Mm -hmm. um, I was a student classical guitar. Okay. But I also have my... This band was a rock band. Mm -hmm. And I also have this acoustic guitar and, and play things like James Taylor and, and Paul Simon and mm -hmm. these songwriters of the States that I love. And back then, I mean, it was a, it was a rock band. It was not so focused in, in entertainment uh, because, I mean... Also, my, my magic is great. Magic is, 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 is supposed to entertain, but I do it because it's a way to express and a way to put a lot of creative work and, and, and create your, your own universe, and that's what really... Mm -hmm. um, so it's your art, I mean, really. Yeah. Exactly. So it, uh, also music, and music is very entertaining, but I don't uh, plan my, my, my magic, neither my music, as so... Mm, the ultimate goal is just to entertain. I mean, right, right. Not, not what I, what I'm, what I like of, of this. I mean, I, it will have to entertain, but that's not the main goal right. for me. And same with the music. It was a rock band. It was not very commercial right. stuff, and we really didn't made them out of jigs back then. It's interesting because now that I've learned a lot of the entertaining business and and the entertaining people, if I have a band right now. With mm -hmm. the knowledge that I have with magic will be very, very different. How well, how would I would do things like concert and setting the songs and what to say and stuff like that. How did you do it then? Like you said, you would do it differently. What were you doing when mm, you were performing? Very poorly. Uh, we, 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 we put all our energy in the songs and the, and the lyrics. And, and when it comes to the show, we just play them. Right. But uh, I've learned with m magic the importance of the structure, how the... So, how do you think the show should begin? How should end? What will happen in the middle? Just to keep, because it's a show, you have to keep the the interest. Throughout. Mm -hmm. It's not like just putting a, a record on your on your home. Right. The the other of the songs in a concert and in, in a record should be different. Right. And this is this knowledge that I've acquired with magic that I will uh, people who do very uh, a lot of shows of music they know that I mean mm -hmm. they know how to keep the the people in. But we were just like teenagers. Like, ah, you're just like, yeah, follow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up here. I'm gonna play the music. I'm not gonna. Yeah, pretty you're much. Not, so you're not in a way. You're not engaging your audience. You're just, you're kind of on stage, but you're not necessarily trying to sort of engage them mm -hmm. in what you're doing. What and it, it sounds like you were disappointed, right? That it didn't, that the your music didn't take off, right? I mean, there was a. That you kind of wanted that to be yeah. something. The thing is, it's very hard in Spain, and I think in general to to put up a, a rock band. Right. And it's, it's and one of the really hard things is what it involves a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were five, 
and with magic it's just me so mm -hmm. I don't need anyone to mm -hmm. to and also there's a lot of means that you have to put to get a good sound in a rock band you need great equipment a great venue uh, and it's so hard to, to, to make things work in, in magic I carry my, my, my deck and, and I can carry my soul in a bag and right and entertain people anywhere right but with a rock band it was much more harder mm -hmm. much more harder and also people had different interests and when we we were growing up and and I was so focused into this thing but the other guys which are still friends they, right. they're my my friends from the high school that I right. they were one one go went to a scholarship and he started the, we was in, in in Paris for a year okay so kind of split all the thing in in months so it was very what was very frustrating for me is that of course I didn't uh, manage to take off with, with this project and also that it just mm, dissolved very quickly mm -hmm. and it was after all that work and it was like pff, yeah but I, I I recover my faith in music I still <laughs> play and, and but that, that's what happened and, right. and magic just crossed my, my path in that moment and and I think it helped me a lot, the music, because, um, I mean, as a guitar player, I have my fingers, uh, this dexterity and mm -hmm. this That's independence, true. and it was so, so important for, for Mike at first, so I was able to advance quickly because of that, and also because I have, I'm very lucky in, in, in Spain, and especially in Madrid, there's such a great... Uh, uh, magicians and people now just grow surrounded by and they are so generous and great and I'm I'm relatively little little time in magic but I have I've been very very lucky to mm -hmm. to start there what your friends that you played in the band what mm -hmm. did they end up going off going on to do like what were mm -hmm. their jobs? Funny. <laughs> one of them is an uh, engineer uh, aer aeronautic engineer uh, Engineers to design planes. Oh, okay, country. okay. He still plays the bass. Okay. He's crazy about funky. Nice. <laughs> he has two, two, one child. Okay. Another one on his way. So he rehearses at night with the bass. He's, I think he's the guy who, no, no, he, he plays a lot. I have this other friend who is um, the, was a drummer. He mm -hmm. still plays drums. Actually, he combines his work as a session drummer. Okay. He's touring with a. a, a band in, in, in Spain, which okay. is very, very famous, three girls, just like a girl band. Okay. And he's playing the drums. I, awesome. I hate the, the music they, they made, but he's, he really loves playing drums above all. And he also works for Fender as a, a commercial salesman. Okay. So he gotcha. combines, he's very much into music and, and because he... And then he can sell it. the guitars when... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 and, and he, he got a great price and I have few guitars because of him. No. That's, that's great, that's great. I have a friend who works for Fender. But, uh, and the other guy, he's a, um, an engineer as well, a telecommunication engineer. What is with you and your friends all being engineers? You guys are yeah. all just very smart people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very uh, funny generation because it's not all, not all the generation are like that, but my group of people is especially, I mean, I have four architects, Six engineers. Whoa! And it's pretty much, uh, yeah. So you just surround yourself with very intelligent people. I have. I'm very, very lucky to have those those friends. And, right. And uh, it was very easy for me to go in university because 
and, and, and other groups of people, there's only one or three guys that goes so right. this alone. But no, we were all together studying in the library, and I'm a, I'm a very indisciplined guy. I'm mm-hmm. much more obsessive. So having all those people studying with me helped me a lot. Very really. much. Yeah. So when growing up in Spain, was it normal or or was it not as normal to go to university? No, no, no. They have a culture of going to university. Okay. Maybe a little bit too much. Uh, but not everyone goes in the end. Right. Yeah, and not everyone pursue a career which are considered like the more difficult ones, mm-hmm. which are like architectural engineering, uh, things like that. And your dad and your brother are... Engineers. Are they the same type of engineers as you? Exactly Indus- the same. Industrial Industrial engineer focused in energy. Okay. Both uh, the same. And my brother is actually very... In, uh, passionate about engineering, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Okay. I, I do it because I mean it's interesting. I love science, and I I, I love math and physics, but I'm not the uh, vocational engineer. I'm right. More like this is the thing that I do and pay the bills and it's it's a nice work. But so you said you were uh, you were still in still going to university mm-hmm. when you discovered magic. Exactly. And then you started studying it. Um, and once you finished with university, you kind of went right into your job and became a, uh, an engineer, is that correct? Mm-hmm. As well, and then you were continuing that passion with... Um... I'll tell you what happened. Uh, as I told you, I'm not very um, vocational about engineering. So when I finished engineering, I did my project, of the, the thing you do at the end of the career, you do a project. I did a project with the math uh, department, which okay. is something like no one do, and they do something more practical and applied. But I was much more into uh, investigating, and so I, was, I already was starting to, to do that. I, I finished it, and my plan back then was to keep going there and, and, and make my living as a teacher mm-hmm. in the university and rehearsing and um, investigating on, on math. Then magic came in, and I have my own field of investigation with magic. Right. And the thing about magic is you have you investigate, and also you apply the thing you, right. you investigate. It was much more interesting for me than at the moment than maths. You could do maths, you could uh, develop this algorithm to do this thing, and you don't you don't know what happened with it. Right. This is applied somewhere, and you don't know what. Right. But with magic, you are starting. You're doing this. Different functions, and then you just go and perform for people, and it works. And this is so you're yeah, so seeing those results right exactly. away. So Whereas with like the math, you're like, I, you know, it's applicable, but you don't see how it's exactly. applicable. Exactly. So it's very rewarding and very right intense. So it's just just asking you for more, and for more, and so, and I I decided that I am uh, going to to do that. So I dropped the the this thing. I, I finished the project, but I just. Uh, started to work in in a company with which my brother was working mm-hmm. as a becario uh, or is there like a scholarship or is a well you work at the beginning in a company but you're not like uh, hired there but just just oh I'm um, a contractor right yeah where you're you're yeah, just just a few months like, like yes a, yes like this, this, yeah you kind of get hired for projects specifically and so then you kind of mm-hmm. it's more flexible exactly right. Yes. So I started in there, and my plan was to do six months there, and then 
leave to teach in the, in the university. But I ended up there and I'm still working in the same company yeah. ten, 10 years after. It's a small company and they treat me great and it's flexible so I can move from here to there. So, so do you kind there. of, when you're working, do you sort of pick up a project for a period of time? And then when you're done with that project, you can kind of take a long break from it? or No, not actually. It's, you, you take a project, but you, it, it's a very small company. Okay. I mean, there's 50, not that small, 50 or 60 people. Mm -hmm. The projects are not so big. So you do the project and I'm pretty much responsible of, of everything. And I have the support of other guys. But I do this project and, and I can be doing two projects at the same time on overlapping. And when I'm done with that project, uh, I'm not over. If something happens to that project, they call me because I know this this plant. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of mm, it's not. I, I don't take a vacation of, of a lot of weeks after in, in between projects. I just I can manage to get out for a week or two. Okay. Any any time in in the year. So it's I can. Yeah, that, that's it. Gotcha. So you you start practicing magic. At what point? Did, I mean, you kind of, you're performing, let's say, for friends. How do you go from performing friends to performing for more people, for a larger audience? Because you mm. now have a much larger audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, in, in Madrid, there's many, many opportunities to, to do so. Uh, you you get get on, online and watch for a show of magic, and you get, in one weekend, you get 60 shows. Okay. So mo most of them are not so good. Some of them are great, but this happened in Madrid. I've been in New York on, on Rio de Janeiro with, and they really have very, very few shows. So that's one thing. The other thing is, of course, you start practicing, you have your friends and you torture them, your family and your friends with your tricks. Mm -hmm. And then you get to this um, uh, magic club where you share this uh, passion with, with friends and, and and they do contest. Uh, there are many contests in Spain. Where you mm -hmm. just prepare something and you show them to the to the rest of the fellow magicians. And and then you acquire a little bit of experience. And then you go when you have something to show, you can watch for uh, a place to, to to do it for for lay people. And and in, in Madrid we have this this place, this small 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 place to to perform magic. And we ha we have this this group of friends with magic. We are like ten or fifteen mm -hmm. people, and we're performing there every week, just uh, because it's very hard to come up with a, a, a whole show for you. So it's right. very very hard to defend a show of one hour, one person. And I started to do that quite recently, like three or four years ago. Okay. But after, uh, prior than that, I would do a show with three or four friends, so they will will be easier to to do with something. And to keep the interest of the audience because there's four people in different things, so it's uh, easier to come up with 20 minutes or 15 minutes mm -hmm. to an hour. And but is if you insist in on performing and you you eventually get better and opportunities arise and, and I ended up here in, in Charlotte performing, but I mean it, it wasn't in in my I didn't plan this. It just, right. just happened. No? Right. As a friend of mine says, you have to make things so things happen. Right. But I didn't plan to do any, any of those things. So you, when you're first starting out with magic, you said you kind of started out by 
doing these small competitions, right? Mm-hmm. How did you go from that to being more recognized? What what were because you're also working as an engineer too? Mm-hmm. It seems it's like I can't. It blows my mind because a lot of times I've met magicians. They're a full time magician. That's all they're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. You're working as an engineer while also creating mm-hmm. magic and a show and. Um, lecture all of that I mean you have all these things that you can do within magic how how are you able to sort of mm-hmm. manage all that that's a lot to manage yeah I mean uh, it's my passion and, 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 and the good thing about this of course pros and cons of doing both things at the same time mm-hmm. I mean I don't do engineering because it's the thing of my life but uh, I'm I'm very um, how do you say this? I don't like to do things that I don't like to do mm-hmm. very much. And with the, when it comes to magic, I really don't do anything in magic that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I managed to do this because I have a, another job. Because if I was a full-time magician, I would have to do plenty of things. Right. Some things great and other things not so great. Right. Maybe that's related to my experience in, with music. And this being frustrated was, was not good feeling at all. And I, I really don't want to get frustrated with magic. So I want to do in magic what I want to do. And it will take me as further as it will take me. But I, w- I won't yeah, go doing shows that I don't want to do and doing kids shows, for instance, because I love kids and... And they're great kids shows, but it's, it's not. It's just not for me. Right. So I, I don't do them, and mm-hmm. I don't do uh, just this. When you have to um, advertise a, a, so a brand and a party, mm-hmm. when no one expecting you as a magician, you have to do that. And I don't do that neither because like a magician has to sort of advertise themselves usually, right? right? Or like create their own personal brand. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. No. I mean, just you get hired by a company of uh, oh. um, whatever, uh, Coca Cola. Right. So okay. you go to a party and you just give Coca Cola and you do magic and you just uh, try to uh, promote a new product by by with, doing with magic, the magic right. right? And so you don't ever do that. And I don't do that. No, no, I. When you're doing, what's what do you usually get hired to do? What's the most common magic you're doing right now? I typically we perform in, in, in places in, in Madrid where mm-hmm. I can put up a, a whole show of mm-hmm. one hour, which is also uh, I perform in, in in magic conventions and also in private um, uh, events. Some okay. some will have a birthday or okay. and I will perform in a house for. 40 or 50 people and pretty much do the same thing that I would do in a in a in a, in a, in a place to what I mm-hmm. go with my show right something that's pretty much what I do mm-hmm. now in the future would you want to be a full-time magician or do you kind of like this balance of having both I really don't know what will happen in the future it will be great that I will be a full-time magician but it would be great if I can manage to do only the things that I want mm-hmm. to do, or, or most of them. And I know a few magicians who are able to do that, but not 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 so many. And also, I'm very chaotic and, and messy and disorganized mm-hmm. with things in my life mm-hmm. and money as well. So um, having a a, a, a regular 
job help right. help me right. because if I um, um if I was a magician and one month is great and one other is not so great and you have to mm-hmm. uh, manage to to organize yourself I mean it would be very hard for me to do that but mm-hmm. of course maybe I will I will do that in the future mm, I really don't know if the a great opportunity arises like right performing in a in Vegas for one, yeah, for yeah. one year right no or I would also love to to do a, this um, to to a school of magic mm-hmm. because I really love to teach, but I really don't know. And for now, I'm doing this; it still works. And so you get to be. You said you work still in your the company your brother works in, right? Mm-hmm. Are you now? Do you have a, a family that you do you spend a lot of time with your family? Or? Mm-hmm. No, I'm. I don't have a family. Okay. Uh, I mean, I spend a lot of time with my family, with my brother, my father, my sister mm-hmm. and but I don't and that's the, one of the reasons that I can manage to travel that much right. because I don't no one's home waiting for me and uh, so maybe in a two years uh, things will be different for me mm-hmm. or maybe they don't mm-hmm. so you, what are you right now are, are you focused more like on your work or are you do you have time for to date people as well. I mean, what's what's that like for you? How do you balance your? How do you balance just relationships in general? I mean, relationships. I mean, you mean with with girls? With girls or even just friends too? Yeah. Oh, with with friends. I have my friends from from my hometown. These mm-hmm. these guys that I play the, in the band with. We are a very tight group. We are, but we are many. We are twenty five people or so, okay. and we still get together mm-hmm. every every week. I don't go every every week, but okay. I go when I when I can. And dating as a as a magician is is a challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> because a magic is so time consuming. Yeah. And and you're rehearsing, and when you're supposed to be uh, hugging your girlfriend, you're with your with your bed. And <laughs> they don't like that, but um, yeah, I was dating a, a female magician for. Mm-hmm. A, for a few years, and it was great, and and she's so nice and so so a, a great person, and that was a great combination because we both love magic and we were able to play with the deck and right. not hug each other, <laughs> have the same passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think um, it's it's hard. I mean, from the outside, it would appear that a magician is a, a, a very easy to get with girls and, and this kind of stuff. And maybe it's easy for for some, but I don't think magic changes you in that way. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're good with girls and you or, or you're not, magic won't change that. Right, right. So, uh, what what for sure will happen is that uh, magic consumes a lot of time, mm-hmm. and you will have to uh, uh, handle that and manage with that with the, with your with your couple because not. not Mm-hmm. Not easy. Would you say that you're more introverted or extroverted? Um, I would say that I'm introverted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you get really does does getting in front of people performing? Do you get really nervous or? No, not 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 really. Uh, at the very beginning, it was it was harder for me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I'm used to do that. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm not uh, like so extroverted, even though I'm sociable and I mm-hmm. like to meet people and I can have dinner with, with some strangers that I only know for for magic and have a, a, a great time but 
I'm not that extroverted person. Uh, I have friends uh, who perform magic that I see them and I I recognize that they were born for the for the stage, right? <laughs> right. This is a stage persona, and I'm totally opposite to that. Mm -hmm. I started in magic because of the riddles and the puzzles and the techniques and these things, and that was my uh, way in. Mm -hmm. magic. Later, magic asks a lot of things uh, from you, and I have to develop. Uh, I, I took classes with an actress so mm -hmm. I can develop my body language and this uh, communication abilities. And now I'm pretty comfortable doing it and I enjoy it very much. But I mean, that's not, I wasn't born for that. I mean, right. I had to work on it to, to make it work. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so we're starting to sort of run out of time. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh, you. Just to finish up, when you talk about magic and you talk about how it's an art form, mm -hmm. um, can you tell me just a little bit more about that? Just what, how, how do you get to express yourself through magic? Okay, uh, this is a, such a hard question. I will try yeah. to address it. I mean, now there's this. Mm, I will talk. Okay, this um, like uh, magicians are claiming that magic is an art, and they try to make it recognized as mm -hmm. an art and we do art and we are artists and blah 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 and I don't really think that's the approach okay you know, to, to it I mean uh, you have to do your best and you have to put yourself on what you do and uh, let's see if this is hard for someone or if not but uh, by convincing people that you do art is like nonsense right mm -hmm. they will, it's not up to you to 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 do that to convince no one to do that but a uh, I, I do think magic is uh, could be an art form uh, just the same as music mm -hmm. mm. all music is art I wouldn't say so mm -hmm. but it is possible to 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 make to be art same with magic uh, I mean we are only scratching the surface of what magic is because it's such a young mm -hmm. discipline. But there's many, many things to do. Uh, we, and, and I don't what, think, uh, go ahead. No, what interests me in magic is precisely that. It's a way to show your inner world and mm -hmm. you share a piece of your universe, universe with, with people. And that's what motivates me to, mm -hmm. to, to keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, and I, I do hear about how right now they're trying to define magic as an art form, and it kind of seems almost like it doesn't really matter, because when someone experiences a great performance, or even just, even if it's just on the street, right, I mean, you have this moment, and I think that's the art right there. I think art really is just creating something that other people get to have that opportunity to appreciate and when you're passionate about something that's your art form i mean for mm -hmm. my father he loves to cook and for him when he gets to make a meal for a ton of people and they enjoy, i mean and he goes so far as he wants it to visually look beautiful mm -hmm. and then also that you enjoy eating it and then you could just experience this moment together it's a, it's a shared experience same thing. yeah and so i see how magic really gets you know when you see a great performance you kind of you're there you feel it and you know, it's beautiful in its own way. Exactly. Actually, uh, 
I don't know if you know Alan Moore, this guy uh, is an Englishman who wrote the, the B for Vendetta and mm -hmm. these mm -hmm. comics things. He's, he's a, such an interesting guy. And he thinks, and I agree with him, magic and art are actually synonyms. Mm -hmm. okay? They're the same thing. But uh, not all the magic, I mean, meaning people performing, mm -hmm. is art because not everyone performing gets a magical thing out of it. Same with music. There's music that is really magical. It's what makes it uh, an art, right? right? But not all the music is, is, is magical. Right. And I think uh, music is much more powerful as a, um, uh, as, as a much more powerful magic than magic itself because you can go in the street and just you don't do that the, the, the music just comes in and you cannot avoid to do that with magic you have to s claim for attention and do these things so it's really much more powerful I think but it's the same thing and I agree with you uh, like cooking or uh, uh, doing buildings or uh, designing uh, any 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 form of expression that you can express yourself mm -hmm. and, and put what you are in there is potentially an art form. But mm -hmm. I mean that claiming of the mus magic is an art. The magic is an art. Many of the people who claims that I don't think they do uh, art. Mm -hmm. So it's like really, do you want me to consider you as an artist? Show me. Uh, why, why should I? Why why should I do this? Uh, is really this what you do is, is an art? Many many people. Uh, claim that, and, and it's, I think it's nonsense to, to claim these things. Mm -hmm. Instead of say it, show it, and yeah, exactly. let, let everyone else define it no. as art because they'll see it and they'll feel it. Exactly. And then they'll recognize it. And, yeah, yeah that, that's it. Yeah. This um, magic has great things and things that are, so, are not so great. And one thing that is not so great is that because someone could learn a trick. In five minutes, and he won't—he won't be amazing, but mm -hmm. he could really get away with showing something to someone, and people thinking, "Wow, you're an artist. That's great." No, that wasn't. It took you five minutes to do so. You're right. you're uh, getting credit for the work of others and the uh, uh, ingenious of others, and you did really poorly, but they really don't know it because they don't have to how to compare. Mm -hmm. So you, with, with magic, you can take a lot of credit mm -hmm. with little effort. Mm -hmm. and that's the opposite of art. I mean, uh, art uh, requires everything from mm -hmm. you, not just reading some stuff, buying a piece of plastic and, and doing this, this stuff. And many, thing, many people do that and, and go claiming that this magic is an art. And, you know. Right. I mean, you want... I think when you see true art, it's because that person believes in what they're doing. Exactly. It's so much more than just a quick, like, oh, fooled you. Exactly. Integrity and uh, really putting himself on, on, on what he does. I know a lot of uh, magicians in, in Spain, are, they are good friends, and their the integrity really um, uh, moves me. Mm -hmm. How can they put so much, and how can the things that they would refuse? And they will sacrifice because they believe in what they do. That was inspiring for me, and I really consider them artists. And, and I don't have to. Uh, I don't need no one to to, to say this is art or this is not. Or this is an artist or not. Right. I don't need that. I know they are. Exactly. 
Thanks so much for your time. I really enjoyed getting to talk with you and um, just also get to meet you and then sit down and have this hour talk with you and hear about your life and what you're doing and your passion.